Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's all over. Light the beam. 123 to 117. Sacramento gets the win against the Denver Nuggets. We are welcoming you here to the postgame. Ryan in Sacktown will join me just a moment. Again, 123 to 117. So good to have you here on If You Don't Like That. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. And look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. Bucks. Goodbye. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. That's an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That was a major league smudge. And so the Kings get the victory, uh, 123 to 117. Ryan, the Kings won this game in the second quarter because they were outscored in both the third and the fourth quarters. Uh, the score in the third quarter was 34 to, uh, or excuse me, uh, 28 to 24, Denver plus four. And in the fourth quarter, they were plus four, 39, 35. But the Kings had built that lead at the half based on that second quarter where they demolished Denver. And you know what? Uh, you'll take it, 123 to 117. Yeah, Grant, they never surrendered the league nope. or the lead, excuse me. And they they beat this version of Denver. Granted, they had people out. But you know what? It's a great win any way you cut it. You got good production from the bench. And how about De'Aaron Fox? 16 assists? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, not only that, only one turnover. That's Chris yeah. Paul-like in his prime. You know, that's what that, you would see from is. Chris Paul. Uh, 16 assists and only one turnover. And then, you know, we talk about the bench. Very good in the first half. And Malik Monk was just, uh, you know, in one of those zones tonight. 26 points and only 14 shots. You know, and interesting, we always talk about the NBA you know, being about three-point shooting. And then that's not really the Nuggets' bread and butter, although, you know, it's mm -hmm. not like some other teams. But the Nuggets, all right, in this game tonight, made only six threes, one at the end when the game was over, and the Kings made 16 threes, all right? That's number one that jumps out at me. Denver missed seven free throws in this game, all right? Sacramento missed four, but there you have it. Field goal shooting from beyond the arc and free throws. 
Yeah, that that's the game in a nutshell, and that's what you would expect for the Sacramento Kings on a night like this, especially with Denver on a back-to-back. You don't think they're going to shoot a lot or shoot it well from beyond the arc, and the Kings made their three balls, and many nights like this, when they get production from the bench, this is what happens. So good on yep. them. It'll be a much different game when Jamal Murray's playing, though. Oh, boy. Absolutely. But again, uh, Fox, you know, doing everything in this game with 26 and uh, the career high 16 assists. So you got to take it. Uh, you know, yeah, you got to you, you caught Denver at a perfect time, but you still got to go out and get it done. How many times last year did we talk about the Kings are catching a team at a perfect time and they lost? So you just keep winning. Keep building up that record. Uh, now 11 and seven and get ready for New Orleans. Yeah, and, and continuing to show good life on your home floor. I mean, I guess we'll take that yep. one outlier with them on the back-to-back out. But um, you get ready for New Orleans, as you said. And, I mean, I don't think you put any more weight into it because it's the in-season tournament. But it's a big game considering how New Orleans beat you two times on their home court a couple of weeks ago. You're darn right. There's no question about that. So uh, very good to have you here on the post game as uh, Sacramento uh, gets the victory and, you know, when you look at the standings now, all right, you, you Minnesota keeps winning. Oklahoma yep. City keeps winning, although the Kings have won against both those teams in their only meetings this year. But, you know, Minnesota leading the West at 15-4, and four, and Oklahoma City beat Dallas tonight. They're 13-6, and six, and you got to love that. Denver now falls to 14-7, and seven, and Sacramento has now climbed in the fourth in the West at 11-7. and seven. Yeah, and they've done it completely different this year, Grant. They've been injured almost all season, and they've still found a way to grind it out. So you got to be happy where they're at right now. And even when you look at Minnesota at the top of the West, you've seen how the Kings played Minnesota that first time around. They yep. don't impress me as a one seed right now. I got to see more. Yeah, I'm looking at the teams they've beat. I got to be honest with you, they got a lot of impressive wins. The Minnesota Timberwolves. They beat some very good teams this year. So uh, we'll see. You know what? You got a couple more cracks at them and uh, we'll see what happens. But right now, 123 to 117, the uh, final here. Uh, somebody wants to know about how do I feel about the Kings benching Keegan Murray? I, I wouldn't say they benched him. Um, you know, he played 23 minutes. He's coming off an injury where he missed a couple games, three games. Uh, I thought he looked more like I was going to say more like himself in the second half. I mean, he's the only starter that didn't right. score double figures, but I don't think they benched him. No, you're being conservative with him. I mean, there he came out. He showed you a little spark, like you mentioned, in the third quarter, which you wanted to see some signs of life. But yeah. then once you get another five that's running well out there, you stick with it. And especially, uh-huh. I think, Grant, the thing that we are missing, there is a lot more of De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk on the floor together, and that yep. is paying dividends. For Sacramento down the stretch so far this year? Well, uh, thank goodness, because the Kings are going to need that, particularly if Fox goes out for any length of time again, that, that would derail their momentum, just like taking Jamal Murray out of the Nuggets lineup has derailed them. Yeah, they still have a very good record, but look at all the games they've lost with Murray not playing. I mean, it's the NBA. It would be like taking your starting quarterback off the field. You have to have a point guard that's playing at an all-star level, an elite level, uh, to be really good in this league. And guess what? The Kings have one, and his name's De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, pretty special level. You can see where he's at amongst the league leaders now that uh-huh. he's qualified for games played. I believe coming in tonight, yep. he was fourth in scoring. So yep. that's pretty special. 16 assists tonight, career high. That's going to bump that uh, average up. So he's starting to he's starting to mess around with that triple-double area. He's done that a couple times already this season. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not due for one soon. 
and again, it's it's still relatively early. We're in the first week of December, but pretty soon we won't be able to say that. And if if the Kings are a top four seed this year in the West, and Fox continues at this pace, he is going to be in the MVP talk as he should be. He's been that good this year. Yeah, it's undeniable, and especially that you've seen the sample size with the Kings without him. I mean, what more is the definition of a most valuable player to their team? He's right yep. in that conversation. So we'll see if he can keep it up. I mean, he's already gone through the injury. He bounced back quick, so hopefully he can continue this pace and stay healthy. All right, something else you and I always talk about, assist-to-turnover ratio to me is such a, a big barometer for how yep. the Kings play. Well, 33 assists tonight, only 11 turnovers. Right where you want it, Grant. Just just over three to one. That's a recipe for success, as you said. Another one that we have to start throwing in there is rebounding. The yep. Kings got crushed on the board so many times last season, and so many times this season they are either tying teams by the end of the game in rebounds yep. or winning the battle in rebounds. Yeah, they were plus one on the glass tonight, so that's a very good point for you. You know, uh, hello in Puerto Rico. Hope you're enjoying the beautiful weather down there in Puerto Rico. Glad to have you on the stream and people from wherever else around the world. We're glad that you are joining us right here for a happy crowd. Happy the Kings be happy. get the W, 123 to 117. And, of course, we got people in Serbia, the best. Yes, look at that. 635 in the morning. You're freaking awesome. You know that? I love it. Absolutely love it. All right. Um, any negatives tonight? No, not really. Um, I mean, you could point to Keegan, obviously, but you got to remember, I mean, you're playing against the defending champions in Jokic. He is a tough matchup uh, for everybody in the league, and I thought the Kings did a really good job when they needed to against him tonight. Hey, don't forget, uh, tomorrow, if you're looking for a great place to go to brunch, check out Bennett's Westside Grill in Rockland or in Eureka uh, and Lead Hill Roseville location. That's Eureka Road and Lead Hill Road or how in Fair Oaks in Sacramento, uh, their weekend brunch. And of course they have their prime seafood and steak on the weekends. Go check it out by uh, going to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Make a reservation, check out the menu and more prime seafood and steak at Bennett's. And of course we love Bennett's Westside Grill, their newest location, their third restaurant in the area. Uh, and they're happy at Bennett's because they're big King supporters. 123 to 117, Sacramento gets the victory. And now we'll see what happens on Monday. Of course, you know, the end, NBA in-season tournament and the winner goes on. The loser will not be getting a crack at the 500 grand. So there's that there's that aspect of the game on Monday. 500 grand is a lot of money if you're uh, Jordan Ford or Keon Ellis or, I mean, anybody on the roster. That's a lot of money. So um, yep. it'll be interesting to see how Mike Brown plays this. And I thought it was interesting, Grant, to see how some of the other coaches around the league with the point differential played it at the end of the games to decide who was going in the elimination part yep. of the tournament. Yeah. Well, you know, I think now we're getting down to this point in the knockout round. The 500 grand is a big deal for the players. And, it really doesn't matter how much money you're making. 500 grand is 500 grand. Particularly, as you said, you know, if you're not one of the four or five starters where the salaries then decrease considerably, that's a heck of a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And I'm not sure about the uh, the taxes in Vegas or in <laughs> Nevada, but it's not in California. So no. maybe it's a little more friendly. Uh, Bennett's would. is catering a lunch for my family next week for 60. That's awesome, Rich. Good job, I'm sure Rich. it will be fabulous. That is great for 60. You got a big family. Wow. 60. How about that? 
It's a lot of redfish. Wow. Yeah, they'll be having everything there, you know? Absolutely. Again, 123 to 117. Uh, Sacramento gets the win. So happy to have you here on If You Don't Like That. And all right. So, Michael, let's tackle this one. Is it me or is the team defense much more improved this year, especially uh, when we're locked in? I think it's better. I think individually it's it's better. I think Keegan Murray's defense has been a lot better this year. And I I think you have noticed the difference. Yeah, it's they're they're right about middle of the league in um, yeah. their defensive average or however they're judged on that. But I think the one thing that stuck out for me, Grant, is steals and rebounding. We already talked about the rebounding, but the Kings' steals this year have been way up, and that's because they're getting deflections, they're getting into passing lanes, and that changes everything when you're a team that wants to run. Well, again, right now fourth in the West. Here's something that is a little odd. And I'm going to point this out because I, I think it's important to do so because now point differential has a little bit more meaning to it because you played now almost 20 games. All right. You played 18. Here are the teams that are in front of Sacramento and behind Sacramento. I'm going to start with Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and Denver. Then those are then I want to get to the teams behind Sacramento. Phoenix, yeah. Dallas, the Lakers, New Orleans, Houston, the Clippers and the 11th place Golden State Warriors. You know what's interesting? Of all those teams that I just mentioned, there's only two teams out of 11 that are in the red in point differential, meaning that they give up more points than they score. Sacramento and the Lakers. All the other teams have a positive point differential except for Sacramento. That that has to change, all right? And I'm nitpicking here because I know the yeah. Kings are fourth at 11 and seven. But as we start seeing the games add up now, okay, like that wouldn't make a lot of sense after five games or 10 games. But now you're getting near the quarter pole. Those numbers are important. And you will rarely see, very rarely, will you see a team make the NBA playoffs that have a negative point differential. Very rare. It's a great observation by you, Grant, and I think it would be, yeah, extremely rare should they make it through the season and make the playoffs with a negative point differential. But I think the one thing we got to look at is how bipolar the Kings offense has been. The defense has been fairly consistent this year, but offensively, we've had games in the 130s, and then we've had games where we barely crack 100, and that wasn't like that last year. And I think that the big swings are contributing a lot to that. The Kings allow... 116.7 points a game. All right. Now, to give you a comparison, Minnesota allows just under 106. Oklahoma City allows 111 and a half, as do, uh, and the Nuggets allow 110.4. All right. The Suns, one below Sacramento, they allow 113.3, and Dallas allows more than Sacramento at 118. We talk about point differential of the 10 teams. In the East, with Boston being one and Atlanta being 10th, there's only one team in the Eastern Conference in the top 10 with a negative point differential, mm. and that team is Cleveland. So these numbers, when I give you those type of stats, right, when I give you one out of 10 in the East and two out of 10 in the West, so that's three teams out of 20 who, if the season ended today, would at least be in the – Tournament, playoffs, yeah. play or whatever the hell you call it, the play-in tournament, not the play-in tournament, but 
the the play in for getting into the top eight. Think about that. Right. Out of the twenty teams, only three have a minus point differential. Those numbers do not lie. That has to change for Sacramento. So how do they change it, Grant? What what are the first couple things that are jumping off the screen to you? Well, all teams can have those numbers skewed a little bit depending on injuries. Okay, mm-hmm. last year, the Kings didn't go into, with the exception of the first four games, if we take the first four games off the schedule last year, which the Kings weren't terrible, but they lost all four. De'Aaron Fox played in most of the games, and so did everyone else. Sabonis so missed a game, maybe two. You saw what happened to the Kings offense. You saw what happened in Houston for those two games without Fox, right? So, you know, you always look at, well, why is that? Why is a team that is 11 and 7, fourth in the West, why do they have a negative point differential? And the other reason why I'm talking about this is based on our last message. I think the Kings defense is better, but it's nothing to get excited about. Okay, it's not like the Kings all of a sudden are a good defensive team. They're not a good defensive team. All right. And don't let anyone fool you to tell you that they're a good defensive team. They're not. They're better than they were last year. I would agree with that, but they're not significantly better. And I still think that's an area as you now move towards the middle of this season and beyond has to has to get better, Ryan. Yeah, no, it certainly does, Grant. And I think the frustrating thing about this team is in stretches, they have shown that they can play solid, attentive defense um, and put the pressure on other teams. So, you know, as the season goes on, and I guess when the matchups allow, maybe they need to dial up that pressure a little bit more and play their style and force their will instead of letting the teams come to them. Um, But that's going to come with time. I think the one thing we can agree on what you hit on, though, the defense is better. I don't think anybody's saying they're going to go win a championship based off their defense, but compared to what we saw last year, this does look like defense. It's a, it's a better. I mean, there, there's no question about it. Uh, it. It's better. Do I think that Denver scored too many points tonight without their yeah. all-star point guard and playing Absolutely. last night? Yeah, they did. You know, that's a lot of points to give up under those circumstances. I'm really looking forward to the next game. Because the Kings lost in New Orleans. One, they were blown out. And then the second game was close. But they didn't They didn't execute down the stretch. You have New Orleans who lost in Chicago tonight. A bad team. And they've been playing very well, the Pelicans. This, I'm very – and guess who's back? C.J. McCollum is back. The Kings didn't see him in the first two games. Yeah, that, that's a big get back for uh, New Orleans. But Keegan Murray's back now. They only saw yeah. him for a half of the first two games. So – um, we'll see how it evens out. I mean, I think it really just comes down to the frontline play that we always talk about. And can you force Zion Williamson to go to his right? Tell you what, if you can get the ball out of Steph Curry's hands, like the Kings did a couple nights ago, you can send a couple people to make Zion go right. 11 and 10 uh, are the Pelicans. And again, that's a bad loss for them tonight uh, in Chicago. But, you know, that's life on the road in the NBA. And if you're not ready to play, it doesn't matter who you're playing. Uh, you are going to lose uh, that game tonight that the Pelicans played, uh, they actually were down big and they, they were right there in the fourth quarter uh, to tie the game. I think they actually went ahead and then they lost 124 uh, to 118. And I I look at this Pelicans team and we always talk about matchups, right? Yeah. You know, we, we talk about matchups. The matchups hurt Sacramento. And you just mentioned one. The other is Brandon Ingram. 
Yes, Brandon Ingram is a problem. And I think that's where the Trey Lyles effect might come in a little bit more now that he's got more time under his belt with this team. Um, that's going to help out there. But I don't expect Brandon Ingram to do what he did, especially in that first game against Sacramento and New Orleans. If he does, the Kings don't have a chance. I mean, that yeah. third quarter he had felt like Clay Thompson all over again. Back in the Golden you're right. State. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking at their box score tonight, and uh, McCollum did not play. He had played the night before, so you know maybe they're limiting uh, his minutes. I'm going to get an update on that because I I think again yeah. he's 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 a player that is a difference maker type of a player on that team when they're playing well. You know they're playing well, so uh, he, he the the reason he didn't play tonight they're saying is rest. So you know what that means? He'll play on Monday night. That's what He's that gonna, means. Yeah, they're they're going to be all focused in on Monday night. I mean, hey, that's not an easy travel, by the way. That's only one day between here and Chicago. That's going to be a, a little bit difficult for New Orleans. But the thing that CJ brings is he can guard both positions in the backcourt, but then he also usually has an advantage in the post um, on the offensive end. Yep. And so that's where it kind of trips up the spacing for the Kings defensively when you get CJ down there. And the last thing you want is for De'Aaron to get into foul trouble or Kevin to get into foul trouble. Yeah, you talk about, you know, in this at this time of year from Chicago to Sacramento can be about four hours. I would think that they are in the air right now. Should flying be. Here. I, I, I would think that, you know, that, that would be my guess. You know, that would be my guess. So, all right. Um, that's going to – I'm not a big fan of the – play into or the in-season tournament but at least that adds you know you know if you lose on monday you, the players aren't getting 500 grand you know what i mean so it, that, yeah that motive, it's another it's another aspect to the game yeah i mean you know what we've never seen one of these things fully play out so maybe this is the next best greatest thing and the players are going to love it and the ratings are going to be through the roof but you know it's an important game either way you cut it so you win you get an extra chance at 500 grand and you get a win over the Pelicans. That's big yeah. too. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find their plane right now. That's he will find the plane. He's not kidding. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. The <laughs> people think I'm not. People think I'm joking. Come on. That's why I made it very clear. Napes knows the flight numbers. He knows the abbreviations. Yeah. He's gonna I have this in two that. seconds. But again, I I would guess, you know, again. If I were, you know, the last thing I want is my players spending a Saturday night in Chicago when I got a game Monday in Sacramento. You understand what I mean? Yeah, no, they're probably in the air. I'm just saying it's not the easiest of a back-to-back -back travel. It's halfway across the nation, right? Yeah, but it's not. It's not back-to-back. -back. They got. A, they got a day off. Well, well, they have. I mean, with the day off. Excuse me. Thank yeah. you for the correction. That's still not an easy travel in my book. Yeah. Well. Um, anyway, here here's what I like. All right, I like the fact that the Kings, unlike last year, even if they don't play well. And I don't think that was the case tonight. I think they played well. They're winning at home. They're winning at home. Right? They're winning at home, yeah. I mean, the question is, would you like to see them winning more convincingly against the teams that they should be beating handily? Because we've seen them struggle a little bit against some of the lesser teams. But I guess is has the performance so far at home given you reason to believe that you think they will continue playing well at home throughout the season? No, I haven't. I'm not. No, uh, they, they were lucky to beat the Warriors when they came home. Uh, they tonight, 
showed some areas of weakness that concern me a little bit. I thought that they need to come out and control the game in the third quarter. They did not. They let Denver control it. They let Denver to get right back in this game after yep. having a big lead. Um, listen, I'm not looking for perfection. I, I think I have a pretty good expectation for this team. To me, they're clearly a playoff team. I think they're a top four team. But I also talk about this a lot with you. I'm still very concerned, or maybe concerned, maybe not very concerned. I'm still concerned about the key players on Sacramento that are way too consistent for my liking. Keegan Murray, yeah. Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter. Like, I can't ignore that. Those are three starters that every game you're not really sure what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get from De'Aaron Fox. And for the most part, Sabonis, although Sabonis has been more up and down this year than last. Right. But those other three starters, I don't know how they're going to play on Monday. Right? I mean, they could have great games, and I would like, doesn't surprise me. They could have bad game. Not doesn't surprise me. Jerry Reynolds said it here the other night. Malik Monk is their third best player, and he comes off the bench. Now, there's that's okay to have a bench player be one of your better players. Mono Ginobili with the Spurs. Bobby Jackson, when he was here, was one of – you know, I mean, we can, we can talk about those guys. But three starters out of the five where it's like a box of chocolates, you don't know which one you're going to get – that that concerns me a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it's extremely different, and it, it's something I don't know how they figure that out. I don't know if it's because of the way they're doing the offense this year. I know they're trying to run the offense a little bit more predicated on getting certain matchups that they like in the half-court set as opposed to just running through the regular sets. But I, I guess my question is, is it one of those things where you just have two or three guys that are off because they're off? Or is it a domino effect where if Sabonis is not playing real great that night, that affects how Herder's playing, which affects how Murray is playing? Because something has to change with that. Because even Jerry saying that Malik Monk is the third best player on the team, I would argue that third best player on the team spot is always a rotating circle. If a couple weeks it's Malik Monk, then a week it's Keegan Murray, then you might throw Harrison in. We never know who those top three always are. That's a great point. You, you don't, all right? You don't. And I think that's one of the reasons, and again, I'm, I don't want to blow this out of proportion. I think it's one of the reasons why the Kings have a negative point differential right now mm. because of the inconsistency. Um, but I still think this is one of the better teams in the West. And yeah. if they don't lose Fox for any period of time, then I think they're going to end up as a top four seed. I, I really do. I think they're that good. Yeah. And, and we have to remember too, this team might not be done. This might not be the same team that finishes the season. So yeah. a lot of basketball still to go. Yeah. They need uh, a backup point guard. I'm going to keep on saying it. You can say all you want about Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox being on the floor a lot, but that's fine and dandy. But if you have an injury to Fox, um, I still think that's not, that not going to be the answer. I think you need a veteran backup point guard. And to me, that is uh, would be a number one on my list uh, if I am Monty McNair. I'll tell you what else is on your list. If you need plumbing repairs, plumbing needs, uh, just go to New Works Plumbing because they'll take care of you. They're available 24-7. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com. That's sacserviceplumbing.com. That's New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. 
So, uh, listen, I'm not taking anything away from Sacramento tonight. They went out and they won the game. They beat the world champs. But they had the table set perfectly. Now capitalize on this, all right? You took on a team that played last night that was without their all-star point guard. Now go out and close the deal on Monday, all right? Go out and beat this team on Monday who you've already lost to twice. You do not want to lose any tiebreaker scenarios at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I don't have the exact stat in front of me. The last five or six games, five of the last six, I believe it is, have been decided by double digits between the Pelicans and the Kings. So yep. the Kings have the ability to blow this team out too, as they are. Um, but it's that consistency word that you speak of, Grant. And there's nothing that I see that's holding this team back from you know capitalizing on tonight yep. and moving on tomorrow. Appreciate the, uh, appreciate the super chat donation. Great overall win by the Kings. What grade do I give the Kings for the win tonight? Uh, B to a B plus, probably like on a scale of 100, probably like an 87. You know, you're, uh, what you're, it, you're nicer than me. Wow. You're yes. really, you're the harder well, grader. I'm at like an 84% tonight. I think right, they well, that, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm could okay. Why, why, why 84 out of a hundred? Uh, could have got to the free throw line a little bit more. Let Denver come back at the end. Um, you know, like you said, they lost a couple of quarters, won this one really in the second. So I, I, I think that this was, they took care of their business, but for a two seed, a three seed, or even if you want to be a one seed in the West, this is where you got to put a stamp on it. You got a team without a star player. Yep. Well, uh, you do what you do. You know, you, you did what you had to do. And that is you beat uh, a team that's ahead of you in the standings, who is projected to be, again, ahead of you in the standings. And you beat them tonight. You took advantage of an opportunity. And the reason why I keep bringing this up is last year, they didn't take advantage of these opportunities. You know, they blew a lot of games last year that they should not have. And I'll tell you, if the Kings have lost tonight, I don't even care what the score was. If you make up a score, if the Kings were the losing team, I would have said this is a real bad loss. I don't care about yes. them being the world champs. They played last night, and they were without Jamal Murray. So if you had lost that game, I don't care if you had lost this game in triple overtime. I would have called it a bad loss. But you know what I'm calling it now? I'm calling it a good win. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime you got a couple points more, it's a good win. Um, but, yeah, it's it, these are the games they need to separate themselves a little more. But a win's a win. and like you said, the stats that are usually the winning stats for the Kings, they were there tonight. So some form of Kings yeah. basketball that we'd like to see. All right. I, I can't find the uh, Pelicans playing, so that tells me they're in Chicago. I would have found it by now. Um, so they're probably just going to fly in tomorrow, which, you know, again, uh, uh, that's not super unusual for teams in the central time zone like New Orleans to – leave the day before the game when they're on the road, unless they're in Phoenix or Portland or LA or something like that. But anyway, it's all good. Uh, the Kings and the Pelicans coming up for you on Monday. Uh, the Lakers are going to beat the Houston Rockets tonight. They're up 106 to 94. Th those are two teams that when you play them, you have to be ready to play. Sacramento found that yeah. out when they lost to Houston, albeit without De'Aaron Fox. Neither of those teams barring injury, are going to finish ahead of Sacramento. The Kings are better than both those teams. But you better be ready to play those teams. The Lakers, with this win tonight, will go to 12-9, and nine, and the Kings are 11-7. and seven, And with the loss, Houston will go to 8-9. and nine. I just think the reason why I'm talking about this, in the West, other than San Antonio, okay, 
And I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna include Memphis in this, and I'm gonna tell you why, Rhino. Okay. Because John Moran's coming back soon, mm. and he's gonna make that team better. And the Kings have not played Memphis yet. Okay. Mm. So I'm not gonna put them in that category, other than the Spurs. All right, in the Western Conference, you be you better be ready to go every night. Damn right. Even, even Portland's got some nice wins this year. You know, yep. I mean, when they're healthy, they're they're competitive. So. Don't be taking any nights off when you're Sacramento this year. Spot on, Grant. I mean, look at what Portland did to Sacramento. When Portland had like three people out, right? Yeah. Including their number one draft pick. So, yeah, it's going to be a Western Conference where even though you're the better team, you have to bring it. Just You know what it is, Grant? It's the matchups that some of these other teams present for the Kings that are below them in the standings. Uh, you're so right about that. Hey, I want to talk to you about uh, Calusa Sunrise. This is a project by Blazona Development. It's in Calusa, Sunrise Landing, all right? And you see at the uh, left-hand corner of your screen there, calusasunrise.com, and you'll be able to check out all of their various models. Uh, phase one is already sold out. They're in the uh, uh, phases two and three. Uh, six models to choose from. There's no Melaroos. There's no homeowners here at Sunrise Landing in Calusa. And again, just go to Calusa sunrise.com and check it out that's calusa sunrise.com and sunrise landing check it out by going to the website kings get the win over the world champion denver nuggets and sacramento moves up in the standings to fourth they are now 11 and 7 with the pelicans coming into town who lost to the bulls tonight and that should be a fun game yep get your popcorn ready that one's going to be up and down kings need some payback Appreciate all the help on the Super Chat. Thank you very much. Appreciate everybody joining us here on yes. the postgame show on If You Don't Like That, the Kings. The beam is lit, and the beam needs to be lit on Monday night, too. Another big game coming up for Sacramento. <laughs> yes, indeed. They're, they're March to 500 grand <laughs> and a trip to Vegas. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, it's just... The money yeah. in pro sports, you just can't relate to. Yeah, I know. I know. We're sitting here talking about 500 grand. I, we'd yeah. run with that in a second. But, um, yeah, it, it just even the opportunity. If you're a rookie, you know, get to go to Vegas, play eight of the best teams in the league, like yeah. or four of the best teams. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I get excited when we get a super chat donation, and now I we're know. About players getting five hundred thousand. So I it's know. all good. It's all good. But uh, you know, more than anything, you got to win. It's it's a home game against a team that's right around you in the standings, who's already beat you twice, right? So that, that th th there are a lot of incentives for the Kings on Monday night. Huge incentives if they want to get any chance. Do they play them four times this year, Grant, or three times? The uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're the three or four times, but obviously they've already done it twice in New Orleans. Twice, so yeah. I so haven't, it, I, haven't, I haven't looked that far ahead. So if they get them twice, I mean, you want to get the tiebreaker back or at least get that tied um, and be on the road back to that. But uh, you got to start with one win. And again, I, I think that they can, it, they've got to have a plan, a better plan than they did the first two games in New Orleans. No question. For Zion and Brandon Ingram. It couldn't be any worse than that. So I'm excited to see what Mike Brown draws up. You know, by the way, the reason why I'm going over some of the teams, the Kings do not play Memphis until End New Year's December. Eve. Yeah. New Year's Eve. So Morant will be back by then. All right. And, 
you know, so again, I can't predict injuries. I can't predict. They do play New Orleans again uh, January 7th. So they got the Pelicans two more games. All right. But, you know, we talk about, you know, when do you play a team? Do you get a break or do you not get a break? All right. Uh, The Kings are, you know, in Memphis. They only play Memphis three times this year, but, you know, they have to play at Memphis uh, in February. Right. They play Memphis Mm -hmm. coming up here uh, at the end of this month. You know, we always talk about the schedule. Yeah, the schedule is important, but sometimes you get breaks and sometimes you don't. If you are, you would much rather be playing Memphis all three times before Morant comes back. That's the way it is. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And just like Golden State, they much rather would have not been playing the Kings with Fox, and they got lucky with Fox out, right? So yep. it, it evens out. It's the basketball gods, you know. Uh, it, it, the Kings just have to handle their business. Uh, you are absolutely correct, one hundred percent. All right. So, and by the way, that's the road trip uh, in January, which sends the Kings to start it off at Golden State. Then they're at Dallas, at Memphis, at Miami, at Indiana, at Chicago, at Cleveland. Grant, if you look at the Kings schedule, and that's why when you mentioned, you know, this quote unquote homestand where they, I believe it's 10 of 11 at home, right? Yes. Yes. That's why this is so important, even though it's good teams coming in, that they've got to knock these down because there's really not stretches of basketball. And I think really the Kings have already kind of been through that real stretch of games where it's like, okay, I think those are for sure wins. I think that, you know, they get it easy here. They don't have very many easy runs on this schedule. I mean, when you go one to 82, it's tough. We appreciate that, Rich. Pelicans going down on Monday. Uh, Well, we'll be here to talk about it, right? We're going to be doing it all. And that's going to be a busy day. You got Jerry Reynolds at four. Then we got the pregame. We got halftime. We got postgame. On Monday? No, that's Sean Salisbury day. Oh, that's right. Wednesday's uh, Jerry. You're right. Sean Salisbury. And we do we have a lot to talk about with Sean or or what? The, the, the oh Niners and the Eagles tomorrow? Oh, boy. Yeah. Maybe I can get Rich in to do a uh, a live hit. I'm actually going to be in San Diego broadcasting from there with you. Are you? On Monday. Yes. Good for you. You know, so, good for you. Heading heading down to San Diego, Rich's area. Looking forward to it. Going to go see the Jacobs Center and uh, my my family at SDSU basketball. All right. So, uh, Jay, I appreciate the uh, Philippine currency. I don't know what the uh, currency is in Philippines, uh, but uh, we we'll, we appreciate it anyway. At least the thought. I don't I don't know. I've never been. You ever been to the Philippines? No, I have not. But I think my dad was born there, actually, which is kind of weird. But I've really? never been there. Wow. Um, yeah, we always talk about boring injuries with everything, you know, absolutely. A lot of people are getting into the football, uh, for tomorrow, but this is a Kings post game show. We'll do the football Monday with Sean Salisbury at three. I said four at three. I beg your pardon. So three o'clock. You're not going to give him a little crumb. It's already going to be announced by then. Right. Cause they announce it tomorrow. Who's your four Napes? Well, that's a great question. We'll go over this real quickly. All right. Michigan is, is in. All right. 100%. 100%. Washington is in. Alabama, to me, should not be in if Texas is not in. They both have one loss. Texas won at Alabama. You can't not have a team, two teams, Alabama and Texas, with one loss apiece. And I don't care that the game was in September. Texas went into Tuscaloosa and beat him and beat him badly. So Dominique. if you're going to have Alabama in, you got to have one one loss Texas in. All right? Here's the, here's the big dilemma for the committee. Georgia and Florida State. Florida State is undefeated. 
They're without their starting quarterback, and they did not look very good tonight against Louisville. Not a bad team, but not that good. 16-6. to So what about your one-loss teams? You're going to tell me if Florida State played Georgia, who's going to win? To me, Georgia. Georgia. If Florida State plays Texas, who's going to win? Texas. If Florida State plays Alabama, who's going to win? Alabama. So I no disrespect to you, Florida State Seminole fans. Without your quarterback, all right, you did not look that good tonight. Right now, today, you're not one of the four best teams. All right. I don't think you beat Michigan. I don't think you beat what that's my opinion. So I, I'm putting them out. The question is: out of the three one-loss teams, Texas, Alabama, Georgia, who doesn't get in? How could you not take Alabama? They just beat Georgia today. 30 to 27. How could you not take how could you not take them, right? So yeah. um I would hate to be in the committee right now, which is why we need this expanded college football playoff format. If there was ever a need to have it, it's this year. Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. i got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Zbiotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amen. And that's they said eight teams were in contention coming in today. They, they had formulas where they could easily make it in. And I know they're moving to a 12-team playoff, but... Yep. I think you've got it lined up right. I mean, shoot, if let's say Michael Penix went down for Washington and they were undefeated, changes everything Washington does. So it's not a Florida State thing. I think it's how the committee is judging. Yes. Well, yes, it is. And to finish this up, because I want to make this point, I'm okay if Texas gets in and Alabama doesn't. I'm okay with that. Texas beat Alabama in Alabama. There's no way in the world I better see Alabama 
announced tomorrow and not Texas, because that would be unfair to Texas. And I'm not a Texas fan. All right. This has nothing to do with my rooting interest. This is just common sense Two one loss teams. All right. You cannot, in my opinion, take Alabama and not take Texas. If you want to take both of them and not have Georgia in, I'm okay with that. Georgia had an opportunity tonight and they lost. All right. And Alabama was up by 10 in the fourth and Georgia came back with that late touchdown. Alabama controlled the game. Don't give me Alabama, not give me Texas. Then that's that's wrong. What's the purpose of the regular season then? Why play games against, you know, Texas played. uh, They scheduled that game. All right. Just like Alabama went to Austin last year. All right. Hey, guess what? Part of the deal. Can't have it both ways. Can't have it both ways. Well, in teams, it's the benefit of scheduling that hard team. I mean, it versus the risk of scheduling that hard team. But usually sometimes it works out for both teams because I think really if you put Alabama and Texas head to head right now, I don't know who wins that game. I don't think Texas dominates again. No, they don't dominate because the Alabama quarterback Milrow has been so much better. But uh, anyway, I hope you and everyone else enjoys the games tomorrow. And, of course, the – Late game in the afternoon, San Francisco at Philadelphia will be the headliner. And I'll talk about that with Sean Salisbury on Monday. We'll also talk college football on Monday and get his take on all of this. But uh, a lot of people say Michigan, Bama, Texas, Washington. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm okay if you don't have Georgia in there based on their loss. But the problem with that, again, I think we can, is why even play the regular season? You get all the way to your championship game and you lose by a field goal. What does that mean? The regular season doesn't mean anything. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways you can look at this. Yeah, it makes it so interesting. And that's why there's a committee. It's their decision, not ours. We get to sit back and watch. I mean, if you really were asking me the four best teams, no disrespect to Washington, but I wouldn't put them in. I don't think Washington would win a head-to-head matchup against Alabama. I don't think they'd go and win head-to-head against Texas. And I don't think they'd win head-to-head against Georgia. That's just my opinion. You know? I don't disagree with you. I, I don't disagree with you whatsoever there. But I That's think they beat Florida it... State right now without their quarterback. I think I, they beat Florida would. State. Yeah. I think it would be a very close game. Yeah. I, I still do, even with a full deck for Washington. And then the other question is, if Alabama and Texas get in, who's three and who's four? Right. Bama's got to be four. I was it, just Bama's got to be four. They got to be four if those are the teams, which means they would play Michigan, right? Because Michigan's going to be number one. Georgia lost. So Michigan's going to be number one. And then you're going to have Michigan play Alabama. What a semifinal game that would be. Yep. Yep. We're in for some good football, I think. It's unfortunate, though, for uh, your buddy Dave and the rest of the FSU fans if it rolls that way. But it's how the cookie crumbles. Yes, it is. Hey, I want to say thank you to everyone for uh, joining us here. And don't forget to subscribe. Give us a a thumbs up, hit that like button, but really appreciate you subscribing uh, to the channel and telling your friends uh, about this. We're getting more and more views on uh, Twitter. A lot of people are going back and watching this at their leisure. I also take this video format and I put it in audio format so you can listen. You can go to my website if you don't like that.com or your favorite podcast platform. It will be available here in about 15 minutes after I edit it and make the switch from video to audio and then uh, load it up on the stream. It's all there for you. Uh, But enjoy your football tomorrow, Ryan. Enjoy your football, all right? Thank you. Looking forward to it. I'm going to be getting it through the radio, but uh, I'm going to enjoy listening to it for sure. All right. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Take care, everybody. 
Have a fabulous weekend. Great to have you here on If You Don't Like Bet. Oh, boy. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.